Tit for Tat Show. We. Yes, we. We, as in we, are here to entertain you. <laughs> <laughs> Me? Yes, you. Oh, great. Oh, yeah, huh? Hi, I'm your giant drag queen hostess, Veranda and I. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was half-hearted. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and my co-host, Thomas. Yay. <laughs> Notice Chris is always silent yep. during that. <laughs> I'm trained. I, I get him trained. There you go. Oh, okay. <laughs> and producer Chris. Hey, hey. Daddy. How you doing, Daddy? Oh, doing good, doing good. How how's, are you? How's the baby? Growing. Aw. Growing, growing. Yay! Yay! Can't ask for much more. Is he listening to the show yet? Um, <laughs> he gets to hear the music at the beginning of the show oh, and at the end of the show. Oh, there you go. There <laughs> you go. A, that's a start. That's Next a, time you edit, just edit a whole show with just me. It's very soothing. <laughs> <laughs> Screaming children. <laughs> I rank high with babies. Oh, really? Yes. Uh huh. That's hey, I read story hours to children. Are you kidding me? <laughs> right. Enough said. <laughs> Child Protective Services. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So we have a fabulous oh, guest. Oh, we have a good show tonight. Actually, a very good friend of the show. Yeah. And we're glad to have him back. Yeah. I've been looking forward to this mm-hmm. since we talked to him last time. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And God, a lot has happened with him. And yeah. Yeah. So it'll be exciting <laughs> to talk about. It's a catch up. Yeah. Yeah. Finally. Catch up. Yeah. Yeah. But before we do that, yes. we need to catch up with our titty tats. Yes. Around the world. Literally around the they, world. They this are. Time. Yeah. You know, I was thinking uh, the other day, I was thinking how it's still mind boggling to me how. We have listeners from everywhere, from every every corner of the globe, almost. Yeah, and you know, I think we are adding a new country, I think. Ooh. And it was, I think you may have this email, but Uh-oh. it was kind of written partially in English and partially in another language. Oh, great. So you give that to me. So, no, no. <laughs> no show prep can I save see, you from that one. That's right. <laughs> You'll learn. Um, so I had to like Google Translate part of it. Oh. First time ever. Oh, cool. <clears throat> yeah. Wow, this will be fun. We're going to find fun. out how well it worked. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, blame Google. Uh, that's right, 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 right. All right, Titty Tats, here we go. Mail sack. Mail sack. Hello to you all. (laughs) Wow. I didn't realize that that sounded that funny. Well, I didn't know that it came with a shoulder shake. It did. To you all. Oh, Titty Tats, if you could see what I see. All right. I stumbled on your show just when I needed it most. Mm -hmm. I am very bi-curious and maybe even gay. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> You're just reading in such a delightful I, I, way. I'm, I guess I'm very, I'm emoting. My oh, is body that, is okay, emoting. Okay. okay, keep it to your uh, side of the table. I, <laughs> <laughs> I am recently divorced and have three kids. Hmm. Do I need to come out? Do my kids need to know? It's all very new to me, and I haven't really explored my options. This is from Anonymous in Denver. Ah. You know, that's all a personal thing for you. Yeah. You know, I think that if you're bi-curious or maybe even gay, eventually your kids are going to find out. I would imagine. Um, so it's a matter of timing. Yeah. Is the timing right for you? Yeah. I Ultimately. Am, I really can't answer this question. I'm still exploring my options as well. <laughs> Jesus. I just saw an option drive by 10 minutes ago. Yikes. No, I mean that's that's how I would put it. It's it's literally up to you. Yeah. You know, and when you feel comfortable because yeah, it can be a sticky situation well, with your mm. kids. Well, 
<laughs> Shut up. Um, you know, this is a new twist on what we, we what we get a lot of times because normally, like Dr. Pete and our experts will say, make sure you're safe before you would come out. You know, make mm-hmm. sure that you know all those things are in line. There's nobody that knows when's right for you except for you. Yeah. Um, this is kind of a different take on that, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. this was a very established family, mm-hmm. I'm assuming, you know, and um, through the divorce, you know, maybe, you know, who knows? Like, right. he's known this all along. Maybe he didn't. Maybe he felt pressured to get married. We don't know his age. We don't know all these things. Right, right. right. But, um, yeah, I mean, depending on the age of your kids. There's a lot of parameters there. Yeah. I yeah, think yeah, that's, yeah. to me, that's crucial to the age of the kids. Yeah. You know, if they're young, yeah. and we're talking like, you know, uh, under six maybe. Yeah. I think there's still, uh, the acceptance level is there. Yeah, but you know, it's also one of those things where children don't really need right. to know sexuality, right? No. I mean, that's kind of no. silly. Right, right. Yeah. It's a matter of this is daddy and, right. and that's it. Right. That's all. And he's happy or, you know. Right. And so. maybe the other daddy. Right. Yeah. True. Yeah. Very true. Very true. So, well, Anonymous from Denver, you know, good luck. Yeah. And have fun exploring your options. Sure. Yeah. Yep. Live life. Be you. Be safe be you. and be you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Whew. That wore me out. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Chris? What do you same, say as same. a daddy? What's that? What do you say as a daddy to a daddy? I think you kind of said it all. Um, at the end of the day, you know, it, it, depending on their age, if it's something that you're still exploring and you don't really know what you are preferring to do yet, then keep it to yourself until you're until you're sure about what it is that you want. Yeah, that's a you good know, no point. reason to confuse everybody. Right, exactly, including us. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> oh, you know, Veranda, I lied. I actually have that email ah. I was telling you about. Um, hello, Tittle Tats. Aw. That's my new favorite. Tittle Tats? Yes. All right. I'm writing from Vietnam. I think that's, that's, that should be your baby's name, a Tittle Tat. Okay, never mind. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. Right. I'm writing from <laughs> Vietnam. That's exciting. Yes. Right? Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. I wish to know how Ver- Vermanda started to dress. I have always wished to be a fancy lady. All help desired much. And that's anonymous from Vietnam. Oh, Wow. Fancy lady. Fancy lady. Google Translate enjoyed fancy lady. I'm sure. (laughs) I'm assuming that meant drag queen, but... It could be. Who knows? But, you know, I think culturally in in Vietnam... Is it a fancy lady? I think it's more of the... They consider themselves lady boys. Yeah. They they think they say instead of a drag entertainer or drag queen, I think they consider themselves lady boys. Do you consider yourself a fancy lady? Well, some (laughs) days I feel fancy. (laughs) Other days I don't. I keep wanting to break into Reba McIntyre right now, right? Please don't. I won't. Please don't. No. No, I mean, I started to dress for entertainment purposes. And I think every drag entertainer or fancy lady... Um, has the <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, what about the unfancy ladies? Well, uh, hey, you know, yeah. Um, I think it's a matter of what they're what they're comfortable with and yeah. what they're trying to do. So for me, it was more of I'm becoming this drag entertainer and I'm yes. doing this for the stage. Yes. So that was there was a there was a purpose behind it. Correct. And I do know other drag entertainers who were dressing because they were starting their transition. Ah, right. Um, and that was the most comfortable way. Uh, and actually, the easiest way to make that transition was to be a drag entertainer because yeah. the the vulnerability is gone, right? You know, when you're on stage. But once you come off the stage, the transition is a little bit easier because you can still stay dressed. Yeah, you know. But every drag entertainer or fancy lady has their own story. Yeah, as to why they want to do this. Yeah. So mine was strictly for entertainment purposes. So are you saying find your own path, Vietnam? Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And research it. Yeah. That's what you're supposed to do. Re- you know, figure out is that where where are you headed? What do you want? Why do you want to do this? Right. You know, so, so it could be a lifestyle or it could be for entertainment. Are you a fancy lady, Daddy? Sometimes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's a fancy daddy. I'm a basic yeah. fancy lady. Basic. No, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> that just scared the shit out of me right there. <laughs> Don't be basic, Betty. <laughs> All right. Moving on? Yeah. yeah. All right. Hi, Titty Tats. Hi. Hi. I need the tip. <laughs> Who <Well>. does it? <laughs> <laughs> I am sure my sister is a lesbian. I've been out for years and blazed the trail. What can I do to get her to come out from Andy in Toronto? 
Oh, Canada. Okay. Da. Did you say da? Yes. Da, da, da. Okay. I don't know. What do you think, Thomas? Well, I think it's probably not really any of your business (laughs) when she wants to come out. I totally understand you blazed the trail. You took all the beatings. You took all the discussions. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's much easier now if she were to choose that. But um, just like we were talking about before, everybody has their own timing, their own yep. path. You know, when it's right for her, it'll be right for her. And you know what? It may never be right for her. Right. Yeah. And I've had similar instances of this happening. And I've bit my mantra through it all was... I just wanted to be happy. I just wanted to be happy. Yep. Well, for me, that meant being who you truly were, right? Right. Maybe that's not always the case. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's come out, come out wherever you are. Yes. <laughs> well, good luck. Yeah, good luck. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, Canada. No. Yes. <laughs> Titty tats. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yes. Well, that's what it says. I know. That's what it says. I'm praying to the gods okay. you read this email. Let's stop right now. What? This email. <laughs> when this email came in, you specifically I was like, gave it to me. Okay, the, oh, the bitch Lord. needs this email. <laughs> because I I even told some other people about it because I was so like, Jesus, which is appropriate <laughs> for our upcoming guests. So you go right uh, ahead. Okay. All right. Let's do it again. Shall I start over? Please. Yeah! (laughs) (laughs) That tickles Chris. Ah, I am praying to the gods you read this email. That's from a straight man, I'm sure. In a drunken moment, I slept with my sister's husband during a camping trip. Mm -hmm. This sounds like a bad porn movie. It doesn't it? Doesn't it? (laughs) Keep reading. We both swore to never tell, and we haven't until now. Told us. Uh Uh-huh. We have another camping trip coming up. (laughs) 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 And I know we both want to do it again. Mm -hmm. What should I do? Mm -hmm. Anonymous from Hoboken. Jersey boy. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. That says it all, <laughs> folks. Hey, if you're having fun. <laughs> now, now be sensible. Uh, Why don't we get the daddy? Don't, let's help get, prevent forest fires. <laughs> let's get the daddy version of the yeah, answer to I'd this. Yeah, I'd like to know that one. Yeah, Throw it to daddy. Yeah. Well, daddy, what do you think? Mm-hmm. Um... I mean, that's kind of fucked up. <laughs> let's, let's throw that aside for a second. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, taking that into account, you know, if you don't mind breaking your sister's heart, then keep doing you. But yeah. um, that's true. It is a little, Ooh. it's a little shady there. Yep. Mm-hmm. And remember, Teresa Giudice is from Jersey as well. And you don't, that's what I kept picturing through this whole email. Like, could you imagine that one finding yep. out? Yep. Oh, Ooh, Lordy. So, what do you think, Lordy, Miss Lordy, Fancy Lordy. Lady? I hope. Stay away. Yeah. Yeah, stay away. Yeah, because, you know, I started thinking about it because I, I, of course, picked it. So I reread yeah. it, yeah. and I was thinking, okay, so first of all, she's getting completely slaughtered from her brother, right? Yeah, and her husband. Her husband yeah. Not only is her husband cheating, but cheating with a same-sex person who happens to be her brother. If this ever, if you ever hear anything like this happening to me, just shoot me and get me out of my misery. <laughs> Could you imagine? Yeah. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> no. Nope. But then the it other happens. well, the other people that I spoke to said, well, maybe she already knows. Um, maybe you're living with somebody who you know is, you know. Um, there's so many maybes. Yeah, but see, they both swear they would never tell. Right. So there there's a there's a huge secret yeah, there. Yeah. So apparently there's no way around this with the right, sister. Right, right, right. So she, apparently she doesn't know. Yeah. Well, you know, and I fall back onto what we always say. As long as you're not hurting anybody, do what well, you want to do. This is not that this case. Is hurt. This is definite hurt. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. That's, mm-hmm. I don't know. And it's, it's, now, now it's going to be intentional. Yes. Yes. I mean, we don't know what happened. See, this said a drunken moment at the beginning. Right. We slept together. Right. All right. Eh. No. That should have been one and done. Go away. 
you know, if it happened, it happened. You're, I'm not going to say anything. Let's let it go. But now they're thinking about it because, you know, we want to do it again. Well, right. Uh-uh. Yeah, I'm with That's you. That's a no-no. Ouch. That's a Hoboken no-no. <laughs> That's a ho-ho no-no. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I have a very nice email for you, Verinda. Um, I, you know, every time you say something no, like no, that. No, 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 I mean it. I, I get nervous. You're going to be renewed. Oh, okay. Hi, show. Hi. Who the hell is this dragalope? <laughs> Taking cheap shots at veranda hidden behind a keyboard. I say boycott demon duck dragalope. That's from Sylvia <laughs> in Flagstaff. She is pissed. Ooh, demon, demon duck dragalope. Duck dragalope. Well, you know, that was like the an attempt, yeah. attempt yeah, to right. be dragalope. I don't think it shines as well. That's okay. But it was Sylvia. A good attempt. Sylvia angry. Uh, Sylvia, thank you for being by my side. I appreciate that. But we love our drag alone. You know what? Let's put it this way. It's all tongue-in-cheek humor. Correct. And, you know, she is... The, well, they. We don't know if it's... We don't know. We don't know. So they are, they're, they're being funny, and it, it creates yeah. a little... Until she shows up at your door at 3 a.m. one night. <laughs> right? Now that would be... But well, then again, how would I know? Right, you right. wouldn't. You wouldn't. You how no the idea. hell? Until she starts throwing alliteration Miranda. at me. Miranda. <laughs> hey, Miranda, I come I for you. The first red you flag. big hippo, hippo, whippo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll be... Oh, boy. I don't know what I would do if that were to happen. <clears throat> I know. I, I'm Ooh. waiting for Dragalope to get a load of Sylvia's email. That's <laughs> what I want. Now there's going to be this crowd. Yes. <laughs> now yes. we'll have we're gonna have to have this cross banter between Sylvia and Dragalope if it happens. Right. right. <laughs> we're gonna keep these dueling emails. Well, judging from what we've read, uh-huh. you know, be careful, Sylvia. Oh, Dragalope has had us on the floor. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. Get your the th- th- ready, Correct. Sylvia. Phil, hey. no, get your thethorth ready. <laughs> oh, save us, Daddy. Dear Titty Tats. Oh. Yes. You all have expanded my sexual vocabulary by volumes. Yes. I do need help. Uh-huh. My, my boyfriend and I have taken your advice and have been very open with our desires. I'm okay with all his except this golden shower thing. I think it's gross. Help. From Xavier in Mexico. Uh, Mexico. <laughs> From Xavier, where is he? In Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Might be Javier from Mexico. Uh, Perhaps. I suppose so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I, at, at first glance, I'm just happy people are listening. You know? We've, <laughs> <laughs> we've expanded their sexual Thank you literacy. For and we've we've opened uh, communication we between have. partners yeah. in a yeah. sexual way. Yeah. Um if <laughs> I was about to say, if it doesn't float your boat, but I think that... (laughs) Uh, You know, this is probably one of those things that is just not for everyone. No. You know, um... So now it's a matter of, is is Javier the one being golden showered on, or is he golden showering his partner? Right. Because it goes, it, it can be one or the other. Correct. And if you don't know what that means... Look it up because right. we have a very prestigious guest, and we're not going to get into oh, that please. right now. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, you know, that's not. But you my- know, as as long as, like you said, they're talking about it. Yeah, and it's something that of all the things that that his partner wants to have happen. Yeah, it's the one that he doesn't like. So yeah, good, good for you. You're talking about it. <laughs> good for you. I'm serious. Yeah, good yeah, for it's you. good for I you, mean, Xavier. Javier. Or Javier, Javier. <laughs> probably Xavier. I'm glad I'm not the only one that did it. But anyway, I, you know what I think? <laughs> <laughs> I did that to support you, Danny. I know you did. I there, know you did. Go. there you go. Hey, so, they're talking. That's, that's all that's that matters. That's the biggest part, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Have fun. Go pee in something. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Just not Javier. <laughs> that's all right. All right. Hello. Hello. There were a lot of O's there. Oh, okay. Hello to you. <laughs> I felt like I was really a, a really bad Mrs. Doubtfire. That I agree. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I saw you were having Reverend Brandon Robertson on the show again. Yes. I have been a devout follower of his since you introduced him to us. Introduced him to us on the show. Who's Hus? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> 
I know he, like you guys, receive a ton of hateful feedback. Correct. How does he stay so inspiring and faithful in the firestorm of hate? This is from Asahi in Tokyo. Oh. Yeah. Well, we're going to ask him that. Yeah, we, I think this will be a great email yeah. to read for him. Absolutely. Because we've discussed it on several occasions. Mm-hmm. And here we still are. I, I think it's it's ramped up a little bit, too. Yeah. So yeah. It's interesting. it'll be interesting to hear his perspective. It really will. And I think it'll also be interesting to him to know that he's getting emails from Japan. Right. Correct. Yeah. Although, why is he getting emails through us? <laughs> from Japan. Well, maybe it's because they know that we'll be the ones that are going to field it. Correct. So, Correct. Yes. All right. Hi, you guys. Hi. What a joy listening to your show. I'm an octogenarian in assisted living. The show keeps me young and laughing. Could you start a listener connection page on your website? I know there are a lot of us seniors that love the show and would love to meet. Oh. And that's from Byron and Boca. That sounds like a dragalope, doesn't it? You Byron and <laughs> Boca. Yeah, I think, I think Byron's written to us before. Has he? Yeah, that's possible. Yeah, it's possible. <clears throat> Byron, we're setting up that bounce. Well, and you know we have limits. <laughs> <laughs> we are not the grinder no. of the podcast. Oh yeah, go on, Silver Daddies. Is that a thing? Yeah, there's oh. a site called Silver Daddies. Well, Byron, yeah. it already exists. Mm-hmm. Silver Daddies. Mm-hmm. Chris. <laughs> how, how do you know this? Because <laughs> I've been looking for one. There you go. Oh. I wonder how many types of daddies are there, actually. I'm sure there's plenty. Silver Daddies, Hairy Daddies, Sugar Daddies. Uh, now, see, that's the site I want to go on. Correct. There Is we that go. A really a site, too? Yep. There's a site for Sugar oh, Daddies? Oh, yeah. What? Well, hmm. you know, there's actually a site for for the wealthy Correct. men yes. out there who are looking to become sugar daddies. And it's really? very specific. And they actually have someone who actually cultivates who they want to date for really? them. Really? Yeah. Because they act like they're agent, so to speak, because it's all it's all private. Oh, I don't know. That now, seems like borderline. Do they have one for sugar mamas? Because now... <laughs> Ah, uh, well, those, honey, that, that's a cougar. <laughs> that Cougars.com. Cougar. I'm sure there's one Sugar of those. Cougar. <laughs> yeah. Well, that almost sounds a like you're dipping in the prostitution pool. Uh, no, it's basically setting up like a match. It's like matchmaker, matchmaker. Right. That's all that it really is. It's just that now they're trying to match you up with someone who's going to be compatible. Who wants money. And you have money. But making sure that they're not that complete gold <laughs> digger, you know. Ooh. Maybe there's a background check or something. Who knows? Correct. Yeah. There's gotta be. There's gotta be. Because if you figure these guys, these these gentlemen are are millionaires or better. Yeah. And there's there's actually a monetary requirement to be like, what are you what, what is your net worth? Wow. Yeah, it can get really crazy. Wow. Hey, there's something for everybody out yeah, there. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. except for Javier. Mm. No, he's got enough. He's got enough. Yeah. Keep it clean, <laughs> Javi. <laughs> All right, Chris. All right, Chris. Hello, divas. Well, hello. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're speaking to me specifically oh, now. Okay. All let's, right. let's settle this once and for all. Here we oh, go. Uh oh. Can you wear white after Labor Day? (laughs) (laughs) I'd love your input. My girlfriend wears it constantly, and it drives me crazy. We don't live in the Bahamas. From Randy in Albuquerque. (laughs) Randy. Are you going to pull a cereal mom on her or something? (laughs) Well, let's settle this one's in for all. All right. Fashion designer Thomas, please give us the scoop. Okay. Let's dig into it a little bit deeper. If we're talking about shoes, Mm -hmm. break up with your girlfriend. Mm. That's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Unless you're walking down an aisle and, and even then... When well, that's beaded is an option for Christ's sake, or or pearlized, right? Yeah. You know, I mean, I get, I get, I don't know. I don't think many people look nice in white, um, like white jeans, white pants, you know. Eh. And then they always wear colored underwear. I mean, it's just kind <laughs> of like, you know, so patterns are showing in the background, right? Yeah. You know, Randy, I agree with you. I would just probably even go a step further and be like, 
forget Labor Day. Let's just make it year round. Unless you're a nurse or a doctor, <laughs> let's just avoid white. Yeah, I wear white in the summer. Yes, what? But what? it's usually just like a linen. It's something linen. And like it's a very linen summery. trouser. Yeah, is that it's what something you're saying? very okay. casual. Okay. It's not like you know stark white. You know, suit. Right. Or like it's not that. Right, or those um, Golden Girl pocketbooks in <laughs> white pleather. You know, white is not... I have not... a couple of those. Oh. But, you know, I, it's for my my my, uh, my purse collection. Yeah. So I have it just in case, because I have, like, a lot of black and white together. Right, right, So the right. accent would be that. Right. But not full-on white. Right, and I'm even completely in for tops, that are white. But yeah, you got to break it up, though. Yeah, but I mean, for some reason, it gets very complicated when people try to do that whole... Yeah. And I think the yeah. biggest mistakes start with the feet. Honey, you ain't like a virgin. Don't be Correct. wearing all white. No, Correct. no, 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 no. <laughs> right, and that goes for you, too, Daddy. Yeah. You know, I'm just at a loss over here. I've always known it's a thing, but I didn't know it was that serious. Well, I mean, it's a fa- it's it, it's a fashion faux pas, right? You know, yeah. and it was it was set like in the forties ish, yeah. Where you know you just you stop wearing after Labor Day because mm. now you're going into fall colors, you're going into warm right, colors. Right. That's kind of what right. I figured. That's a summer color, definitely a summer color. But even then, and then some bitch came up with winter white, oh, <laughs> which was just an absolute disaster. Randy, next time you see your girlfriend. With wearing white, just take a freaking bottle of ketchup and squirt the shit out of her, and right. then she's got to change her outfit. Yes, there you go. Yes. Done. <laughs> yes. Bottle of wine. No, that's that's alcohol abuse. No, no, no. Yeah, that. No. no. A condiment. Just yeah. a condiment. Or just clean out her drawers mm. and say she got robbed. <laughs> She'll go buy more. <laughs> oh, She'll buy more. God. Where yeah. did? Where is she from? Grastings, Albuquerque, New Mexico. Albuquerque. So, no. Yeah, why would you wear? I mean, I don't know. Eh. I don't know, but Albuquerque, I'm trying to save your fashion soul <laughs> one <laughs> at a time. Oh, that'll be edited out, won't it? Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, oh, man. I don't know. Well, you know, it's a fashion thing. What? A, so, I mean, there are other fashion faux pas that, that happen. Many. Yeah. But, I mean, that's the one that I think that sticks out um, yeah. in American culture. Because it's so offensive. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Honestly, I mean, there are very few people that really look great in white. Yeah, no. And it has to do with skin tone, right? Sure. So, you know, I think very dark skin tones actually look better. Because it's a contrast. Right, but then you're also seeing the skin tone through the white, which is, again... True. Meh. Unless you're wearing a, well, if you're wearing a dress, you better make sure you're wearing your slip. Like, well, no, nobody's worn there. a slip in 50 years, <laughs> Verena. Yeah, but I mean, to me, that's, I would want to do that. <laughs> do you have a slip? <laughs> for the, for that specific purpose. Oh, okay. Like if a it's, lining. It's a lining, okay, basically. Okay. But I mean, it, the slip was the thing. Was you know? the thing back in the day. Especially if you're wearing pastels or pale colors. Oh. Yeah, even pastels are a little oh. off to me. Yeah. I Give me a bright color. I want a pop color. Or give me black. Yeah, basic black works. Yes. You know. When in doubt, wear black. Yeah, yeah indeed. Yes, slimming. Ugh. Let's not go here, right? I'm <laughs> getting... <laughs> Are you having an anxiety attack? I am. I'm starting to picture poor Randy walking the streets of Albuquerque. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yee. Yeah, keep a, keep a packet of uh, ketchup, ketchup or soy sauce on you. And you'll, you know. Yes. <laughs> Oh. All right, Titty Tats, thank you so much for sending in your fantastic emails. Keep on giving us some... Keep on keeping keep on. on. Keep on. <laughs> From all around the world. Literally around the world. Yes. Yes. And when we come back... We have one of our absolute favorite guests. Oh, he's such a sweetie pie. Full of inspiration. Yes. And we need that. We need it so and, bad. And bucket loads. Yes. So stay tuned for Reverend Brandon Robertson. Hey, all you titty tats listening around the world. Now you can take the Tit for Tat show with you wherever you go by listening on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Music, and all your other favorite podcast streaming services. Catch up on all the advice you missed from our Just the Tip segment, 
<laughs> they're trying to get him a date, and they want him to be 11 by 6. <laughs> <laughs> they want him to be satisfied. Correct. <laughs> they have a ruler at the door. <laughs> <laughs> Celebrity interviews. Bowie or Jagger? Jagger. I, I don't think I've ever jacked off to Bowie, but I promise you I've jacked off to Jagger. Ah. See, this isn't like the interview you normally have, is it? And the nonsense that goes on between Thomas, Veranda, and Chris. Fuck you both. <laughs> I've got him calling me filthy. I got you queens driving me crazy. Uh, well, one and one queen and one only shut fan. Up. <laughs> one only fan. Remember, if you have no one else, you've always got us. And we're back. Yay. Are you so excited? I am. I know. I, you know, I just, yay. I have wanted to do this show yep. moments after we ended the last time we had our guest with us before. Right. And amazingly inspirational. Mm-hmm. Um, currently the the pastor of Mission Gathering Church in San Diego. Mm-hmm. Um, a source of endless inspiration for me, and I'm sure. Uh, we need it. Thousands and thousands yeah. of other people, right? Without further delay, here he is, Brandon Robertson. Woohoo! Hey, hey, how are y'all? Good. <laughs> good, good, good. It's so good to be back with you. Oh my God, Brandon, honestly, when I say what I said, every it does seem like every time during, like everybody else right now, I guess during this COVID disaster, and I am run down and I'm at my wit's end, something pops up on your Instagram and I am just like, okay, I got this. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. I'm glad, glad I could be a little hopeful. Uh, I'm not very uh, hopeful all the time in this current season, but I'm glad I can <laughs> help others. <laughs> well, and that's what you do. You know, that's that's what's inspiring about you is yeah. that you have this message of hope that you give, and even if it's just reflection, yeah, you know, inner yeah. reflection, that is that's powerful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, as as we were talking about earlier, we actually got a really sweet email. Um, that leads into a question as well, specifically for you. So I'm going to have Miss Veranda read that to you from all the way from Tokyo. Yeah. Oh, wow. So um, here we go. Uh, hello. Uh, I saw you were having Reverend Brandon Robertson on the show again. I have been a devout follower of his since you introduced him to us on the show. I know he like you guys, receive a ton of hateful feedback. How does he stay so inspiring and faithful in the firestorm of hate? Ooh, that is a good question. (laughs) (laughs) I think think, uh, my initial answer to that is... uh, one social media, you don't get to see my reaction in real time. So I cuss people out when they're not looking and then I go and be positive on social media. But, um, <laughs> I, I, I love that. I, I think beyond that, which is partially true. I, I think for me, um, recently I've been experiencing a ton, uh, hate, like more than I normally have just because I've gotten on TikTok in the past month and a half. And it's, Blown my mind how many young conservatives there are on the mm-hmm. TikTok platform, and also older conservatives who are using TikTok um, and just spreading nothing constructive, just yeah. critique and hatred. Um, and and yet, even though it's not fun to read, and I actually am more concerned about all the other. LGBT people and young folks who are going to be on my page and then see that and be hurt by that. But I also can empathize a little bit because I'm always reminded that if I was a 12-year-old right now, if I was 12-year-old fundamentalist Baptist Brandon, I probably would be saying the same thing on TikTok that Mm. the mean people are saying to me. Um, And so that empathic understanding that comes from knowing what their worldview is, knowing why they think what they think, and knowing that they think that they're doing something that's ultimately helpful and good um, helps me to most of the time, uh, respond compassionately. Um, and sometimes, I mean, when it's not compassionate and empathic, I also think sometimes it is important to kind of jab back with facts and with truth, um, because that's what helped me as a young fundamentalist Christian begin to rethink my position. Um, but yeah, I think that's really the answer is that 
I've just, I've been there. I've been the conservative Republican. I've been the fundamentalist Christian. So I get where they're coming from. And I'm also not afraid of God. If I was afraid of God and had their beliefs, um, then maybe their comments when they're saying God's going to send you to hell would bother me. But I don't believe in hell. And I think God is, uh, God is fundamentally loving. So I don't, I don't get fearful when I read those things. Wow. That's so hard to, to, to find a way to push that aside, all that negativity and, like you said, not constructive, uh, you know, words. I mean, because you're seeing, I'm going to say we in the constructive we as in the LGBT community, we see this constantly. Yeah. And it's become so much more prevalent with, uh, in, this, in this current culture, it's just so hard to push that aside. Yeah. And you know you want to answer back. You want to springboard back with some kind of retort or, or, or you know, information. But it seems like I feel like I don't have the energy anymore to do this. And is yeah. it worth my time? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's such an important point, too. And I think that's where uh, it's really important, I think, for LGBT people um, to know where we're at with our mental health, where we're at with our ability to handle critique and stress. Um, and I actually have, again, not to keep talking about TikTok, but there's uh, a mutual on TikTok that recently had to step away because of their mental health. And I thought that was super bold to be able to say and also super important and brave. And I just feel like there are people like me whose calling is to be in this space and to engage with conservative Christians. But this is a calling. So this is not for everyone to do. And if you're not up to it, if it's only going to cause you harm, if it's only going to make you um, just depressed, frankly, and anxious, then you shouldn't have to engage with it. And I've become a big uh, fan of the block button and the mute button and all of that. I think that's totally, totally um, a good way to deal with it for your own well-being. Yeah, yeah. I've done that a hundred times. Yeah. And, you know, I will say there was actually... uh, I'm guessing it was a sermon that I saw on your Instagram page where you actually did get a little bit more outspoken and say, you know what, you you have no right to deny gay people from the church. And, you know, that even because I'm I'm actually so used to seeing you like like when you say like you have all this empathy and all that. But to see that, you know, moment where you were like, no you know, I mean, was another moment that really resounded with me. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the tension I feel like Jesus embodied really well in his own life is, and that I tried to embody. I don't do it well most of the time, but it's that tension between being able to empathize and meet people where they're at, but also being prophetic and to speak truth when it needs to be spoken and not to mince words and just because I want to build a bridge to somebody doesn't mean I'm going to water down my truth. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I think we need to figure out how we can live in that tension. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, another thing, because we, like we had said, we, of course, get bombarded with emails, like threat emails, on and on and on. And um, and sometimes it is hard to just set them aside. But I will say, and moving purposefully into this next point, your new book um, strength and faith devotional that I proudly say that I own and left like a really nice review. I was so happy when I got the book, um, really does help with stuff like that, you know? And I think a lot of people are very intimidated by religious themed books and that it might be talking over their head or, you know, that there might be some judgment. And for me, knowing you and knowing who you are and all that, it was a no brainer. But the book is really an amazing piece of work. Well, thank you for saying yeah, that. And yeah. I'm glad it was helpful. This book was honestly such a struggle because um, while I loved writing it, um, it the publisher that published it had a very specific direction they wanted to market the book to, which is why they call it a men's devotional, which when they first told me that, I, I threw up in my mouth a little bit because <laughs> nobody... Nobody, I mean, we're, why are we just reinforcing binaries? But yeah, yeah. Um, the whole messaging around it was that I was writing, again, to that young evangelical boy who was reading all this terrible toxic masculinity literature and trying to think if I could get a book in my 12-year-old hands that could have helped 
liberate me sexually, liberate me um, theologically? What would I want to say? And so that's that's really what I tried to do in that book. It's not really for men, even though that's how it's marketed. It's really uh, the content is gender neutral and hopefully accessible to most people. But but yeah, um, it's definitely a, a strange marketing uh, angle that I definitely would have never chosen for myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it's 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 fascinating because you know it it's actually like a fifty two week inspirational type thing where you kind of read and I'm saying this from like me doing it you know you read this passage you read kind of your interpretation on it and then there's a section where it says you know like look in the mirror and that's when you're really kind of forced to kind of how does this literally apply to you and I love that part. Like I really, yeah. I mean, I I really really enjoy the book. Well, thank you. Yeah, yeah. I think if, if faith can't be practical and applicable to our daily life, then it's probably not worth having. So, that's my attempt in the book to to make it practical wow. for me and for everyone else. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome, 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 awesome. How are things in fabulous San Diego for you? Yeah, things are going well. I mean, it's a honestly. Uh, a bumpy season. Uh, I just feel like my roommate um, does astro- astrology readings. And so he said that at the beginning of the fall was going to be bumpy for everyone. And I'm definitely feeling that and yeah. trying to figure out how to be use this platform as a pastor um, to say things that need to be said and find healing and also keep myself grounded in this strange time. But uh, besides that bumpiness, things are really pretty good. Wow. How, how do you, and I know this is probably a ridiculous long question, but how do you, with the responsibilities of a pastor in an unimaginable world pandemic, speak to those people? Like, even if you could live, I mean, we're not sure, you know, we don't know if you even are live now or just being taped. Um, what do you say to your congregation about this extraordinary time? Yeah, that's been such a hard question to grapple with. I mean, this thing of taking eight months off of church and what will likely be over a year before we meet um, in person again is something I would have never imagined in my life, could have never predicted. Um, And in the beginning, I really struggled to know how to speak to the people that call my church their home. But I think what I've just been more inspired by and what I've done more and more in COVID is just to highlight the resiliency of the people that I get to be the pastor of. And I think people at large, we all entered this COVID-19 pandemic terrified. I mean, I remember sitting in my office across from my administrative assistant who started crying and we were both kind of weeping thinking about like, what in the world is about to happen to our world? How are we going to make it through being locked down? And the truth is, I mean, despite the terrible leadership our country has right now, we're doing a good job. We're surviving. I mean, not to minimize those who are suffering, not to minimize those who have lost, but by and large, we've found an inner strength and an inner resilience as humanity to press through. And just seeing elderly women in my congregation um, get in their car and just drive around meals to people in our church that couldn't cook for themselves. And um, our church started having these socially distanced gatherings outdoors that I had nothing to do with creating and just seeing the ways that people have learned how to cope and learned how to find hope and inspiration in this moment. I feel like that's mainly what I try to lift up these days rather than actually trying to teach people something, because I think this is a moment where we're all being taught um, by the experience. So, you know, I think a lot of people are intrinsically, intrinsically want to help fellow their fellow man yeah they want to help their neighbor or you know their relative or their community i I think it's just a part of the whole when we're down you know something like this that involves everybody it it doesn't involve just one specific group or identity or or sex or whatever we all tend to we're going to do this and we're going to get through this and i mean i've seen it and i know that that's that's just, it's very powerful. And I think that having you reinforce that um, belief that we're here to help each other just just amplifies it. Yeah. Totally. 
totally. I feel like, I mean, that is, I was actually just writing this five minutes before we got on the call, my sermon for next week. I mean, the whole of Christianity is summed up in do unto others as you would have them do unto you. And that whole idea of putting others' needs before our own needs, it's, it's just a reminder that I think humanity is genuinely good, despite what um, Christian theology often teaches. I think we're fundamentally good. We're wired to want to help others. We're wired to want to create a better world. And these collective moments, I mean, the COVID-19 pandemic, as terrible as it's been, this is going to be a moment that shapes all of our lives for the rest of our lives. Mm -hmm. And I think um, I just have so much gratitude for what has happened uh, on the good side of things thus far and hope we can avoid having to go through something like this again in the future. Yeah. Yep. Well, Brandon, seeing as part of our coping skills are kind of being silly, um, and also we have um, our listeners really like to break out of the the publicist, you know, synopsis of our guests, and they kind of just want to really know who they are a little bit more. So what we do to accomplish that is we play a little game called Tip for Tat. This or that. And we give you two options, and based on anything whatsoever, you just pick the option. Okay, this sounds dangerous but fun. (laughs) Yeah, 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 exactly. We're going to start off really easy, and then it'll just kind of mellow into all kinds of fun stuff. So whatever you want to say. For any reason. For any reason. So here we go. This is the Tim Furtacho This or That game with Reverend Brandon Robertson. All right. Writing or reading? Writing. Manny or Petty? Petty. Oh. R&B or dance? Dance. Plastic surgery or natural? Ooh, natural? <laughs> <laughs> until, I, until I'm 50. Got it. Okay, that's not yeah. Uh, the Tonys or the Academy Awards? The Tonys. I wouldn't be gay without that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Versace or Gucci? Versace. Oh. Ooh. Uh, New York City or L.A.? New York. Yeah. Yes. Chris Hemsworth or Chris Pine? Hemsworth, totally. Uh, wow. Uh, let's see here. Chest or legs? Ooh. Uh, both, <laughs> but chest. Okay. <laughs> Less is more or more is best? Oh, goodness. Um, less is more. Uh, humor or intelligence? Humor. Yes. Gaga or Madonna? Uh, Madonna. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Hug me or kiss me? Oh, kiss me. Hands down. Wow. Wow. Okay. Do not let me down on this next one, Brandon. Uh Uh-oh. Bowie or Jagger? Uh, Bowie. Yeah, <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> I'm so stressed. No, do not be. <laughs> All right, shake it off, shake it off, shake it off, Brandon, shake it off. It. All right, uh, cocktail or wine? Cocktail. Okay, tell me or show me. <sighs> show me, but that's dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see here. Um, size matters or keep it average? Oh, that's hard, too. I don't know what it's referring to, but uh, let's just say keep it average. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever it needed to be. All right. <laughs> night in or night out? Night out. Wow. Wow. 70s or 80s? 90s. 90s. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Muscles or toned? Uh, toned. Okay. Flaws or perfection? Flaws. Yeah. Way more interesting. Yes. Open book or walled off? Open book. Okay. Lead or follow? Mm. After leading a church for three and a half years, I would say follow. <laughs> <laughs> See, I okay. Yep. Black and white or color? Oh, color. Okay. Whisper or shout? Whisper. Yeah. Big spender or big saver? Big spender. Look at my bank account. (laughs) (laughs) City mouse or country mouse? 
City Mouse. Okay, newest or classic? Ooh, classic. Ah, hairy or smooth? Most of the time smooth, but it depends. Okay. <laughs> Boxers, briefs, or commando? This is dangerous. Um, briefs, briefs, briefs. Okay. <laughs> well, Brandon Robertson, you've completed tip for tat. This or that. I have well, that was super fun. I have a whole new vision of you now. Uh-oh. <laughs> no, in the in the best possible way. I hope, yeah. Of course. <laughs> oh, how fun. Yeah. Yeah. So honestly, um, I'm sure with everything you're doing, you don't have much time to continually listen to our show, but I want you to know how often you come up. Yeah. Constantly. Oh, yeah. That's too sweet. I actually have listened quite a few times uh, since the last time I was on. But, um, yeah, I'm really grateful to the work that you all are doing and your willingness to have these kind of conversations and all the important conversations that y'all are doing. So thank you. Seriously. Yeah, well, you know, and it, and please do know anything that we have accomplished on this show and not patting ourselves on the back it is from inspiration sure. from our guests. Mm -hmm. um, you have been a huge source of inspiration. Um, I know on the last time that you were on, we talked about, we were actually really nervous to speak to you for the first time because, yeah. you know, we wanted to kind of like exalt you for your position. And, you know, we were nervous about, you know, all of our past, you know, kind of abusive um, that we've gone through with church and organized religion. You want... 180'd us oh, yeah. so completely. And I think our listeners too, I mean, because the response was amazing. Yep. I'm so glad to hear that. And I mean, yeah, I just, I think trying to be your authentic self as a religious leader, I mean, I've always said I'm not actually leading anybody. My job is I just get to sit around and think about these things and cultivate <laughs> conversations for people. Um, and so, yeah, I just, uh, I'm grateful that this position allows me to show that other people show other people that there's a different way of being Christian, a different way of being spiritual, because yeah. that's what saved my life for sure. Yeah. And I think you're continuing to yep. do it. And especially when you wear rainbow striped white high knee socks in your Instagram post, <laughs> too cute for words, sir. Uh, I actually have one with a crop top that I'm not bold enough to put on yet, but someday soon that is coming. <laughs> well, we will be looking for it. Yes, we will look forward to that. Uh, well, thank you so much. Seriously. Yeah, and thank you so yeah. much, and for everything that you continually do. Do know that we are watching. We are watching the sermons. Yep. We are watching. Yep. We are reading the books. We are loving everything you put out, and. Hopefully we can give you back just a small percentage of what you are giving to everybody else. Mm -hmm. And we'll be thrilled with that result. Well, awesome. And I hope we can continue to do this. I yes. love getting to chat with y'all. So. Absolutely. Yes. We love you very much, Brandon. And thank you so much. Awesome. Thank you. Have thank a good you, night. darling. You too. Bye-bye. Peace. Bye. Oh, how oh my fun. God. How awesome is he He's really? such a cutie patootie. Yeah, you know, sometimes I don't know that I'm at the same place as somebody like Brandon is because to hear him talk about, like, I find empathy mm -hmm. when I find a baseball bat, yeah. you know? I mean, <laughs> right. right, Chris? Absolutely. I, I mean, I'd love to be that guy. Yeah. You know, it's hard. It's hard to, to, to stay that way. And thank God people like him exist, yes. right. you know? That, that's like the even keel, you know, you go to this person because they are so even yeah. and they are so, you know, uh, I'm going to talk to you in a, in a tone that's going to just simmer you down, right. calm you down and make you reflect a little more and say, okay, it's okay. It's yeah. okay. Yeah. And, and then the thing that shocks me the most in a good way, he's so human. Yeah. Like he, yeah. like I was saying, like some of his pictures on Instagram, like he literally is our friend, right? I mean, yeah. and I think growing up, you put religious figures uh, in a high, uh, high pedestal, right? And but then that also stops you from really relating to them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this. Oh, I can't say enough. I'm yeah. probably gushing, Chris. No, but it, and it, as well, it should be. Yeah, Chris is, you know, Chris is writing this all down to slap me with at some <laughs> point down the road. Kind of like you flirt with all the guests uh, type uh, thing. Instagram photos. Uh -huh. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I think I could talk to Brandon like every yeah. week. Yeah, he, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. 
Wow. It'd, it'd be worth the phone call. It Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so definitely Titty Tats, definitely look into all of his many books. That's right. Um, they are absolutely judgment-free. You are not going to feel like you got mm-hmm. beat up trying to read a book. Is it more like a daily affirmation? It is. Kind of yeah. deal? Yeah. But it's weekly. Yeah. So you have plenty of time. And I think like it, it each little affirmation kind of is like, now use the rest of this week to kind of enact this type oh. of thing, you know? And... And yeah, I mean, it's it's absolutely fascinating. Like the just very very briefly, I think it's the first one that said, you know, like Abraham got a message from God that said, you know, um, go out and preach and go out and do this. And he said, you know, the most shocking part of that story was Abraham said yes, mm-hmm. and he said, you know, what could your life be if you just up and decided to follow a dream or follow, you know, something that's terrifying right. to you. Right. Or, or the gift you're not using, mm-hmm. you know? And so it's kind of like, okay, so now spend this week thinking about what you're too afraid to do or what you've always wanted to do but you didn't. Yeah. And, I mean, it's one of those things where it's so relatable. Yeah. Like, you, every different background's going to find something in and this. it's not telling you to do that no, thing. No, it's, it's not. It's allowing you to reflect on it. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, it's really good. I mean, and I'm enjoying it. You know, it's definitely an exercise. Anytime somebody says, look in the mirror now, I was a little bit, you know, like, okay. (laughs) Um, But no, I think it's, I think, I think everybody would really, really enjoy it. Honey, I look in the mirror all the time. I know, but do you really look? (laughs) (laughs) Do you see what I see? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. What about you, Daddy? You looking in the mirror? No. 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 <laughs> yeah, see? That's, Are you afraid that, oh. what you're going to see? After becoming a dad, yeah. <laughs> well, Uh-oh. there you go. It's been a rough, like, four months. Oh, well. Yeah. yeah, it, yeah. You know what they say, yeah, I have empathy, right? <laughs> <laughs> it only gets better. Uh, it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. That's going to be my new, I think that's going to be my new line. I have empathy for you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> is that like bless your heart? It kind of much. is, but I really, <laughs> much, yeah. but I really want to mean it, you yeah, know. Yeah. Oh, that well, I really want to mean it, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah there, there's the catch twenty two. Right. Yeah. I have empathy for you. I really want to mean it, but you know. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. No, I am. I am. I, he does. He does inspire yeah. me, you know. And um, what a wonderful show to have. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, in the time when we really do need it. Certainly. Correct. Certainly, certainly. certainly. So find find some inspiration with yeah. Brandon Robertson. Now he's on TikTok for crying out loud. Right. And Amazon. I mean, you can just yep. get his books on Amazon mm-hmm. too, you know. So yeah, definitely let's show Brandon some love, That's you know. Right. And for everything he does for us. That's right. Yes. Thank you, Brandon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that brings us to the end of another show. Well. That went by too fast. It, it really quick. did. That was quick. I think so. Yeah. Let's talk some more. What do you guys say? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought. How much time you got? Oh, my. Oh, boy. So five years and one show, right? I know, right? Crazy. Yeah. But I'm glad. I'm glad we're able to do that. Yeah. You know, do and- what exactly? Um, I have, I have <laughs> empathy for you. Oh, do you? <laughs> yeah. Don't you wish you could, though? Yeah, like, no. really? <laughs> you don't wish you could. You know, it's really hard to be it empathetic is. to people who are just so Shit. crappy. Yes. You know, but see, this is where I, I, I don't necessarily turn my back. Yeah. I just keep an eye on them. Oh, you're that girl. Because I want to see, like, it's, it's, I'm not calling them my enemies, but it's that old mantra of... Keep your enemies. Keep your close. friends close, but keep your enemies closer. Yeah, I want to know what they're doing. Yeah, I I, I kind of have to keep keep that uh, close. Yeah, I get it. You know, I love my friends. I know what they're after, and I'll call them out on something that just seems a little off kilter. Yeah, but the ones that are really, really, they're not necessarily my friends, but especially on social media. Right. You know, you say you got five thousand friends. Right. No, you don't. No, you've got a close circle of maybe ten at best. Yes. And and that's great. And then you have that little bit wider circle of those that follow you and they like you and they comment and they're right. great. But then there's the rest. The shade. And it's like, why am I following you? Right. Why am why did we become friends to begin with? Is it was it why? Right. 
And then I go to the the block or the, you know, unfollow. Mm, yeah. I don't block people. I just oh. unfollow them. Okay. Because I can go back to them and be like, eh, what are you doing now? I see. Because mm. <laughs> that's your shade meeting but, their but, uh, shade. But I never say anything. Though. No, of course not. I never. I never. Till now. I never give them the benefit <laughs> of a retort. Right. Because it's just not going to go anywhere. Right. Right. You know, and that's what's right. that's what's tough. Because I think in our heart of hearts, we want to try and help. Yes. Or say, hey, come on, man. You're you're doing yeah. something that's just not right. You know better. Yeah. Yeah. It just it falls flat. Well, you know, and that's the other thing Brandon said. I never really thought of like he does feel the responsibility for other people that read that hate mm-hmm. and kind of take it on themselves. Now that never entered my mind. Yeah. You know, when I'm cursing out some bitch on Twitter, which I do quite regularly, <laughs> um, because I am not quite that guy that is going to be like, all right, back down right now. Yeah. No, right now, and not only, and not really me. But if I see somebody going after somebody else, yes, I will shred a bitch. Sure. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I mean, and that whole thing with you and the names and blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to get into it on air, even though I kind of did. Yeah. I'm working my way there. Yeah. Um, but, no, I, I totally get it. Like, I I get not giving them the satisfaction. You know, I get that. Um, I will say my piece and then hit block. Yeah. Oh, jeez. So you don't get to hear the retort. Last word. Yes, it is. Last. I've said mine. I don't care what you have to say now. (laughs) So yeah. But I, I am. I'm going. I think I'm going to try to make that my goal for 2021. So, Daddy, how do you, how do you relate to this uh, kind of what we're talking about? How do you relate to this? Because, I mean, we're in a totally different. I shouldn't say we're totally different, but we're in a kind of a different world. Um, to certain, to some extent. I mean, mm-hmm. I get a lot of shade from the entertainment world. Yeah, and and my side of the of the of the coin. Yeah, and I think we all have our own little bits. But how do you relate to this? Are you talking about on like the religious aspect? No, of it? On, or... on the social media, like <laughs> oh. the the how do you how that do you empathize? How do you empathize with people? Like, or do you at all? You know, I went through a period in my life. I've been on Facebook since '04 because when it first came out, it was in colleges, oh, in colleges right, only, right. and that was my freshman year. So I was on it right from the start, and I did go through this phase in the late 2000s, early 2010s, where I did not keep my mouth shut, but not right. always in a, you know, constructive way whatsoever. Right. And I would lash out, or um, even if it wasn't directly at somebody through like a status or a post or something, just really passive type shit. And, um, you know, the older and older I got, and the longer I was on the platform, I'm like it doesn't make any sense to do that. So I mean, it kind of goes to one, um, if you have nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so I'm kind of like you were. I'll just, I'll let it go. And if I would get sick of seeing the same thing over and over and over and over again, I'll unfollow, mm-hmm. you know? And it does fall on all sides of the spectrum where I just can't believe some things that people say, you know? Yeah. Whether it's, yeah. And um, then, then there's those surprises. Yeah. Those people that you didn't think that would ever come out of their mouth. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. You know? And, and it's usually, in my experience, it's usually older people. Like, like respected elder members of your family. I've fed it all across the board. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, the surprises, I mean. You know what I mean? Oh, Where I'm like, I'm I can't believe aunt so-and-so, like, mm. blah, you know, whatever. I, I get it from, from those who are just either a little bit younger than me who are mm. just like, oh, really? You were taught that? Or why did you say that? How did, that, how did you get to that conclusion? Like, yeah. Where did you learn this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what boggles my mind. Yeah. And, and But then also to think that this is either A, being taught, or you, you gleaned it from somebody else. Correct. Ooh, that, it, it just, ooh, it, it angers me. Well, and a perfect example, our friend of the show, DJ Lena, mm-hmm. who is a trans member of society, mm-hmm. gets a lot of heat. Oh, sure. And that's not okay with me. Mm-hmm. And so I can't just pretend it's not happening. Right. And so they were going after her for her appearance at one point. Yeah. And I was like, okay, so now we have a wildebeest giving fashion advice. Mm-hmm. You know, like, what the hell are you doing? Mm-hmm. You know, no, that's not okay. No. You know, and she is busting her ass in a time of COVID. She is doing right. live oh, sessions, yeah. Yeah. you know, I mean. And fashion. Yes, and how dare you, yeah, right? right? Yeah, so check out DJ Lena and her live sessions. They are amazing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're amazing. And she's a 
Beautiful woman. Beautiful woman. Yes. Yeah. 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 So, Ugh. all right. Do you feel that you feel vented? <laughs> vented. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> like you've exa- you've Oof. let it all out. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Twenty twenty one is going to be my year of doing that whole thing. I can't remember what it is. I'm sorry. I couldn't take that okay, seriously. Okay, so you know what? 2021 yeah. is going to be my year of empathy. Okay. Right? What's yours going to be? Wearing white. Oh, perfect. After Labor Day. There goes my empathy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's yeah. let's make this actually uh, devotional by year end. Before our last show of the year, okay. I definitely want to hear from you too, Daddy. Okay. Um, what 2021 is going to be our year of. Okay. All right. And constructive. Let's keep it constructive. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That a deal? Yes. Absolutely. Deal. All right, Titty Tats. And keep emailing us in. Let us know what your 2021 is going to bring, mm-hmm. right? And maybe we can kind of change this world a little bit. That's right. Right? We need to. All right, on that high note, yes. we're out. <laughs> so it's time to say goodnight, Miss Veranda. Good night, Veranda. It's time to say goodnight, Daddy. Good night, Daddy. And this is Thomas. And always remember, if you've got nobody else, you've, you've always, always got, got us. I didn't say the last word, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Tit for tat for every tit. There's a tat. Tit tit tat tat tit tit tat. Tit for tat. Thomas and Veranda, a dude and a queen. Talking about the gossip out on the scene. And you can count on them to give you the dish. And if we don't like you, you're a son of a bitch. Oh my. Tit for tat. Oh, tit for tat for every